0: Welcome to the second episode of the Blockchain Immersive Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to tell you about the top 10 mistakes new investors and traders in the cryptocurrency markets make and how to avoid them. I'm splitting this up into two videos, so technically you only get five today, because I want to give adequate explanation as to why I consider these the top mistakes. If I put them all in one uh, video, it would be like 25 minutes. I don't see many people discuss these mistakes, but they really should. What you will learn will be worth your while. Now, before I continue, I do want to say that I'm not a financial advisor and I'm not telling you how to invest or trade your money. I'm just expressing an opinion based on my experience. With that said, All these tips can be used for really any market. I've managed to avoid these mistakes in the cryptocurrency markets because I came into it with a trading background, and the process of trading cryptocurrency is not dissimilar to other markets. Now, before I go into it, there is this saying that the number one mistake traders and investors make in any market is they buy high and sell low. On the surface, that makes sense. If you buy high and then sell low, you are losing money. But I'll tell you this, anyone who tells you, avoid buying high and selling low without a solution or context shouldn't be listened to, and let me tell you why. First off, what is high? High relative to what? Here, look at this chart of Bitcoin. As it was going up, when do you determine what is high? Each day it went higher and higher. So to tell someone to not buy high and sell low makes no sense this advice lacks context. So if anyone tells you that and doesn't give you a solution to this, please ignore them. The concepts you will learn in this video will give you the information you need so you don't find yourself in that horrible position of actually buying right at the high of the market. Let's get to it. 1. Investing or trading in a cryptocurrency based on a rumor. Rumors are everywhere and in every market. Investing in something on a rumor can be at times profitable, but oftentimes it leads to losses. It's all psychological. Think about it. A rumor is sort of like a secret. When you hear it, you feel like you're in the know. This is a very powerful emotion, and it speaks to our desire to feel special and informed. But when it comes to markets, it's a dangerous thing to do. The best way to avoid this is to do your research. Don't just jump into something because you saw it on Reddit. In my course, Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, and Beyond, I show you different ways to do research. Two, not taking the time to learn the markets because of FOMO. I get it. When cryptocurrency markets are moving, you want to just jump in. Hey, if you have money to burn, go for it. But really, the best way is to learn the markets so you can get a feel for them. Pick a cryptocurrency, any one of them, and look at its price patterns over the last year or so. Play around with services like intotheblock.com and tradingview.com to get an idea of what moves these markets. Read new services like coindesk.com or bitcoin.com. Most people avoid doing it because it will take too much time to learn and they don't want to miss the move. I get it, and if you feel you don't have the time to learn, just know that your long-term chances of success will be slim. Knowledge is not power, it's potential power. Using your knowledge that you acquire will give you that power. 3. Day trading without mental preparedness and a plan. I see so many people without trading or investment backgrounds jump into day trading as their introduction to investing and trading. Just in case you don't know what day trading is, day trading is when you execute short-term trades on a cryptocurrency or any market. The trade can last seconds, minutes, or hours, but it is usually always closed out at the end of the day, win, lose, or draw. Day trading is not for everyone. Day trading, if done properly, is very profitable, but you need two things. Nerves of steel, because the trade is so short-term, the reactive part of the brain will be kicked into high gear. Adrenaline is not your friend here. New day traders constantly lose because if the market moves even a small amount against them, they bail out. But often as they bail out, the market then goes in their favor and they jump right back in, in and out, all the time. Or the market moves against them and they get paralyzed and don't take action because of fear. Day trading requires you to have a clear plan. My day trading is systematic. I'm a Capricorn. We like lists and systems. But even a simple plan is saying if I make 1% of my investment on my account, I'm out for the day. Or if I lose 1% on my investment on the account, I'm out for the day. I'm just using 1% as an example. You would have to determine the right percentage for your circumstances. And look, this is not exactly the best strategy in the world, but it is better than just jumping in and out based on fear and your perception of what a move means. So, keep in mind that day trading without having mental preparation and at least some rudimentary plan is the kiss of death. 4. Overemphasizing profits and underemphasizing losses. When we make a profit in the market, a few things can get in the way, especially if you are a beginner. When you make money, there will be euphoria, which is fine. I still feel euphoria too when a big trade goes my way. But here is where it gets dangerous. When you have a string of successful trades or investments, something happens in the mind. You actually start thinking you are a good trader. And I'll tell you this, even after your first 10 successful trades, you are not a good trader, not just yet. So when you are going through the winning streak, you tend to take on more risk. You start to think of, how much will I make if I buy this much of this crypto? Notice what is missing from that statement. Can you guess? What this statement should look like is how much can I make if I buy more of this crypto, and how much can I lose? That part about the loss is never in the equation when you are drunk with the string of successful trades. You will overemphasize your ability to make profits and underemphasize your risk and potential losses. Often, this really bad mental habit is broken when the winning streak ends and you sustain a huge loss. And that loss is most likely a result of two mental, logical, and cognitive fallacies. Sunk cost fallacy. You already put money into the trade and it's going against you, but you can't seem to let it go. You will irrationally cling to the trade. Confirmation bias. If you see even one thing that may be in favor of your trade, you will use that to confirm your bias even at the expense of your account you'll cling to that trade for dear life even as losses mount. To avoid this, start from the idea not of how much money you will make on a trade, but first think of how much of a potential loss can you take, how will you prepare for that? Once you have your dollar amount, this will give you more control over your emotions. Then think about your profit targets. Five, setting irrational profit targets. Now, to clarify, I'm not talking about setting irrationally high profit targets. That is another issue. But I'm talking about something completely different. There is another irrationality we often apply to picking profit targets, and that is quantifying our profits in round numbers. Our minds love round numbers. Here, I'll prove it to you. If I offer you a discount of 80% on a course, that sounds pretty good, right? what if the discount was 81.7%? Sure, you'll take it, but I'm willing to wager that you will ask yourself, why 81.7%? What an arbitrary number. Well, guess what? 80% and 81.7% are equally arbitrary. The difference is we like round numbers and therefore we gravitate to it. Notice when people analyze the market, they often call it a psychological level, And that level is usually an even number or a round number. They'll say Bitcoin surpasses the psychological level of 50,000 or 60,000. They don't say (laughs) 51,567. They even studied this. When you get a chance, read this article. The link will also be in the description box. It goes into why people love those round numbers. So to get back to my point, If you made $927 today on a trade, you might be tempted and say to yourself, let me make one more trade to make it a cool thousand. Or say you've made $347, you may be tempted to take another trade to get your profit up to $500. This is irrational. It is your mind's need to embrace whole numbers or even even numbers. Resist this like the plague. When you do your risk analysis, if you see a trade that has potential to make a profit of you know three hundred and twenty seven dollars, don't round it up to three hundred and fifty. please. The other day on three trades, I made, after everything, two thousand three hundred and twenty nine dollars and seventy nine cents. When I booked the profits, I called it a day. I wasn't tempted to make it a cool twenty five hundred dollars. This may require you to set price targets that are irregular. Here, take a look at two profit targets I have for a Ripple trade that I was in. I was taking profits on a trade in which I bought 2,364 Ripple. Look at the profit targets. You see, they're not exactly even. Does that drive you crazy? I based my targets on market levels that I saw, and I specifically avoided the round numbers. So please keep in mind always base your profit and loss targets on actual research on price levels and not based on I want to make 500 today. The market may not give you 500, but it might give you $167.23. Take it. All right, that is it for this video. I will follow up this video with an additional five mistakes new traders and investors make. See you then.